Hi, Dan. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm really good. I just got these new slipper socks. Wow, which we probably can't see in the camera. No, so. I mean, <laughs> they're like inside. It's like walking on a fucking cloud, mm. okay? I don't know how else to explain this to you. Okay. But um, I turned 33 on Friday, mm. and um, this is how I'm entering my 34th year on this planet. Fair play. Walking on a cloud. Walking on a cloud. Yes. I have socks which i feel would keep you safe at night oh okay we're going for very different things here it's kind yeah. of matching your hat yeah kind of maybe sort Not of at all no, actually, anyway, it's actually. very different very different. total different shade of <laughs> <laughs> um i'm also walking on cloud nine specifically mm -hmm. because what's it like to love me came out on friday how do we feel about it feel good i mean <laughs> I f it's your song <laughs> i feel great in terms of like having something which i like listening to so much out <laughs> into the world like i'm not getting sick of hearing that song on like we use it for instagram and twitter and stuff yeah every time we use a clip of it i'm like still like it <laughs> yeah which is wild really because normally when you release music like what a year or so yeah. after writing it you hate it yeah fun fact about this song is we recorded this pretty much in one take i think mm -hmm. like you weren't even at the studio this nope. day like we were just kind of doing some pre-production yeah um and pete our producer was just kind of like just just get it through let's get it down so we can work out where things are how how the stuff sounds how mm -hmm. your vocal mm -hmm. sounds with the guitar all that kind of jazz um little did you know you were being coerced into doing a final take of the song in pre-pro i mean i think deep down i did know that somewhere yeah. I, don't, I, was, I don't know though because i feel like that's what makes it so special that version of it is you just like net like playing it so nonchalant so not caring about like like be playing it so carefully you know that's what makes it such a perfect version of it yeah and i think to be honest i think you're right because in the back of my head i was kind of like almost a bit um i was ready to like fight i was like this isn't going to be the final version like i'm gonna make sure of it mm -hmm. so like i didn't really put any effort into singing it because mm -hmm. i was just like oh we're just kind of getting it down yeah um and i think because of that it actually has like a much more like it is just like me playing it at home rather yeah. than like i'm gonna try and hit all the notes perfect like it mm -hmm. wasn't like that and no. how i was singing it um and that would have spoiled the song i think because yeah. i think Again, like coming back to when I first heard it, you just played it super chill, like picked the acoustic up, like, hey, I've got this song, I'm going to play it for you. And you didn't play it with like loads of, like, you weren't playing it like it was a gig. Yeah. You were just like kind of not mumbling through it, but it was certainly pretty low key. And that's the version I was like, well, that's that's just the song. Like there needs nothing else to it. It's just you in a small room playing that song. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of cool because uh, to my knowledge, you played it in the kitchen of the studio. Yes. So there's like an amazing, huge live room, which is like legendary and loads of cool spaces in the studio. But the kitchen had some sort of magic to it. Do you know what? Actually, what it was, was he was like, would you rather do it in the big live room, mm. which can be quite intimidating, yeah. especially as it was, like I said, pre-production. And I, whenever Dan's not there, I'm always a bit on edge anyway, because mm. I'm like, it's a band. I want to mm. do things with you. I don't want to do yeah. it on my own. So I was already like just a bit on edge. So he was like, 
would you rather do it in the live room or the kitchen? And I was like, the kitchen, please. Yeah. Like it's Because in your mind, that's probably you being like, there's no way they'll keep it. There's exactly. No way. There was just so many yeah. things going through my head. I was like, it's fine. Like, please do it in the kitchen. Because mm. then the door could be shut. No one could be watching me. It was just mm-hmm. just much less like intimidating. Yeah. Um, and because we were trying the tracked vocals thing, that was the first song we were like trying on. So mm. Pete was like, well, you may as well sing it um, again through twice and let's just mash them all together and see how it sounds. Mm. And then before we knew it, we were like, I think because I knew the song so well, obviously, and I'd sang it so many times before, when just singing it twice again over the top, there were no bits where it was like the timing was off or anything Mm -hmm. because, I don't know, it's so firmly wedged in my brain that it did just sound like one cohesive take, but with three three, um, vocals. Mm -hmm. So just we sat on it for so long and i think you know even way through recording more music i just i still thought like oh i'm sure we'll do it again one day Mm. like we won't keep it but actually over time like it grew on me like i kind of like the imperfections of it and Mm. some guitar strums are really too loud and so Mm. you know like i kind of like that yeah um and so over time i I kind of started agreeing with you guys and was like, I don't actually think it needs to be touched. And we we did debate um, like harmonies and stuff, didn't we? Yeah. If it, even just like slight, slight production bits just to kind of lift choruses. But yeah, yeah. we just wanted to leave it alone, didn't we, really? Yeah, especially me. I was like the version that you recorded because it was recorded onto analog tape. So that it just kind of like existed as that version. It wasn't put in the computer. It wasn't EQ'd in that way. It was just all through like outboard gear into a tape machine on tape and then i think that version was really raw like so raw and then i think with the rest of the songs we were recording at that point we had to put it in the computer and kind of like just spice it a little bit but when i say spice it it was like just eqing it like the other songs um but there was a there was a version i was so in love with that was just like the graveliest grittiest tapey kind of sounding version and i was like it took me a long time to let go of that but it would have just been an odd one out and and um but yeah, it was just, it was a good example of like why we chose to use that method, I guess, or yeah. why, why Pete sort of helped us choose that method to record because tape's all about letting go of perfection and like pl- pl- playing things in and it being like just printed and that's done. It's like, that's the version. Um, yeah. And it, it kind of, it really amplified my fears though, because I, I don't, I'm like, I listen to pop music and mm. I like everything when it's like neat and tidy and you don't hear breaths and you don't hear Mm -hmm. guitar scuffs like and so I knew going into this process I was going to have to let go of a lot of stuff anyway but especially with this version I I always think oh you know I'm okay but like once we go into a recording environment and it's spruced up a bit and Mm. things are tidied up it's going to sound much better but (laughs) with this it was very much like oh no we're really not going to do anything here like Mm -hmm. this is going to be it and I was like yeah but it just sounds like it's me singing you my root like it was very Mm. vulnerable there was like everything was stripped away and I was like but there's nothing like you're not tuning it you're not doing anything to Mm. it and that even now is terrifying for me because I'm I just think normally a recording process for me is kind of like it hides all the the little sins what is that like phrase i don't know um and this was just like bearing all and yeah yeah, and i think it goes hand in hand really with what the song is about doesn't Mm -hmm. it it's very much Mm -hmm. like um i did do a little instagram post kind of explaining why it was written but for anyone that didn't see it or cares in any way i mean if you're listening to this podcast you must care yeah, a yeah. Bit. it's nice to hear again like so um so if you haven't heard of attachment styles there are like four main ones 
and um, I think it's like anxious, avoidant, um, secure, and then there's kind of like one other one which I can't really remember, mm. or maybe there are only three. I don't know. Um, but I have definitely leaned towards the anxious style of attachment, um, and it's been very prevalent in all of my past relationships. But it's because of that, and because of how painful they've been, because an anxious attachment goes for what they know mm -hmm. which for me is an avoidance so mm -hmm. you're constantly trying to go for someone who is avoiding you and trying to get away from it yeah. so it's nothing but pain and it's a recipe for disaster which is why it's uh, so incredibly painful but it's because of that pain it forced me to just really learn about myself or at least try to because I was almost wanting the problem to be me because mm -hmm. then I could fix it you know um, and so there was just a lot of like a lot of self work and this song was very much born out of that just the pain of being in a relationship that you know is not healthy and yet you you're in survival mode the mm. only thing that you care about is keeping it going because to you that kind of attachment leaving means abandonment and it means your whole life being over basically that's how it feels mm. um and so it comes out of a very painful, um, painful experience. But um, I don't, I mean, I think a lot of people will be able to relate to that. And it's mostly the anxious attachment style people that will know that they are uh, that kind of attachment mm. because they're the ones that feel it the most really, Yeah, yeah, yeah. sadly enough. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what it's about. And I really love it. It's got like a big, a big place in my mm. heart. And it's just, it's probably one of the most um, like rawest songs yeah. that I've written. And I've written lots, of course, like about mum and stuff, but this is definitely like stripping every bit of my skin away. Yeah. Because honestly, yeah. if I'm gonna be really honest, I find it embarrassing like mm -hmm. to be that way in relationships and to feel insecure and needy. I don't wanna be that. Yeah. I wanna be secure and happy and my head knows this stuff, but everything in me, this programmed part of me is very insecure and mm -hmm. I don't like that. So it's embarrassing and I find it shameful, but that's why this probably means more to me because it's just, it's the rawest part of me and I'm just mm -hmm. putting it out there mm -hmm. like, yep. Essentially, it is kind of like a biography. Like this one, we've always, in our songs, I guess, found a poetic way to say what we're saying. And this one's like much less poetry and much more like it's journal. literal. Yeah. yeah. So like it feels like you're reading an excerpt from something that's from you. I think that's, again, why it made sense for it to be exactly left as it was. Because the more you put things over it, the more you're just covering it up with stuff and putting dirt over the top of it and trying to make it something else. Or, yeah. And um, I think for the message to be come across, it's almost like, if you you know you can go, go as low as you can, you know as less as you can get with it so like the guitar had to be there because it needs melody and chord but nothing else if there yeah. was drums or strings or harmonies or like you know all that kind of stuff and but what i do love is that the that it has the triple track vocals which was a whole new experimental style for like seeing how your voice sounded and i think that has this amazing effect because you're really good at nailing like takes in a row and i think having that like the way it kind of strays when you're singing like the kind of triple track of it it's just so like interesting because it could easily be this very 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 raw song that's just like feels like you record it on a phone and put it out or something but having that slight production element just gives it some kind of like lift 
it's hard to, hard to describe but it, it's like it made that song what it is i think like yeah. having that triple track on it yeah so. how how does it feel to have a song though that's a metal arc song mm. but you didn't do anything yeah. to like is it is it kind of a hard thing for you or like the, for, for me like metal arc's always been it's it's a it's our project but it's you it's like you know i'm my job is facilitating your voice and and facilitating your songwriting and like when i can add to it or like or or bring things to you that you get excited about that's cool but equally sometimes like my role is just to, as a facilitator is just to step back whether that's in a song where i'm doing almost nothing or in this song doing absolutely nothing like that's a it's a choice we made and mm -hmm. it's like the ego in you or in, in any musician would be like i could put something on it you could easily riff over that or put stuff and but does the song need it and like always serve the song and sometimes that just means like just watching it like from afar um and i'm quite happy about that like it's i think metal art for me is such a there's such an ebb and flow to metal art like there's some songs we're doing everything we've got drummers and bassists and it's this huge collaborative effort and then sometimes it's back to what it should be which is your voice and a bed of like honest music and i think that's kind of like this song is a great example of how we can play with those parameters yeah and like there'll be other songs we put out i'm sure that have like everything all at once and yeah. it's like and there's some songs that will be like this where we can just go actually like it's just a guitar and a voice and i really really so appreciate that about you because i you know a lot of my stuff there's a lot of like non-confidence around mm -hmm. it and it's still very like me just playing whereas when i bring it to you and you like accept it in that way mm. you breathe much more life into it just by loving it yeah, and yeah, like yeah. giving me confidence it's just yeah it's like a it's a really lovely way to do music to feel that accepted and um mm. i could bring anything to you and know that you'd be honest about it but also yeah. really loving and accepting well that's the thing like I, and it, we've talked about this before there's this odd thing where now you're releasing music under your own name again what makes it a metal arc song and it is like it's intangible I don't, mm. we don't know what it is but something when you played that song felt like it belonged in this project and yet listening to it usually i'd be like I have an idea but there was just no idea for it it was like that is just it yeah so it was a really weird moment of like it definitely needs to be a metal art song because it fits this whole all the songs you've been you know writing recently it fits in that ilk you know it's really yeah. it's a it, and it really centers it i feel like this song actually centers all the songs we've written in the last yeah year and a half two years or whatever. yeah just kind of questioning that very kind of human yeah. nature of like what is this where are we why do i feel like this that's yeah. kind of the the thing that holds a lot of these songs together massively and it represents a part of your life that when, when i knew you was a really tough time for you like that that era you lost a lot in that year 2018 i guess it was 2019 and like i feel like yeah the, the song must be painful for you but and also vulnerable but then for me it's like it's a really savage postcard yeah it's like looking back and be like fuck that was that was a bad time yeah for you. and like um a lot of people around you like really struggled to see you go through that yeah and so to have something that's like written in all that entirety really how you felt is quite powerful really yeah um and i'm not sure how it can be perceived by other people but for those closest to you i think all of us i mean my other half claire like cried listening to it it's brought me close to tears every time because it's it is just so there's no dressing up it's just you like saying exactly what was going through your head at that point yeah so yeah it's, it's a it's a powerful song and i'm glad it exists and Me too. i'm glad it's out at this point you know we put a couple of songs out and it's like actually here have this thing that's not like a like a sort of like a poem about life it's actually like a, a literal excerpt from your yeah. time on this planet yeah so. 
Um, but yeah, and that's probably all I've got to say about it, I guess. I mean, amazing. I can't yeah. wait for people to see the video. I don't know whether it'll be out by the time this podcast comes out. But, I literally um, forgot all about the video. Yeah, yeah. I guess we can't really talk about it in case it comes out before. No, I mean, it's yeah. uh, people have seen like photos and mm. stuff of it. But I guess it's, it's, very... it's the canvas on our Spotify as well. That's, that's yes. from it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I'll talk about it yeah, because it's quite nice that if people do go away and then see it and then come back to this podcast. But for me, like, it was really hard to think of an idea for this song because, and you always express like, I want it to be simple. The song's simple. It can't be, you know, it should be one take. It should be like me playing, just playing the guitar somewhere, you know, and I was like, totally, I'm into that. But but then there's something else about it, you know, like it needs, not needs it. I just wanted to give it something else, a, a canvas to put it on, you know, it's like, and how insignificant you are in the frame. And I think creating a video where you're in the back of this pickup truck and we don't know where you're going or where you've been, you know, it's it's a moment in time and that's what this song is right like the song is not covering like your childhood and past it's covering that moment it's not talking about where you're going to go next afterwards yeah, really. it's, yeah, yeah. it's just one bit and i love that the video has this kind of like tranquil feel to it where we just watch you sing the song in the back of this pickup during this insane sunset um you know we were very lucky to find like a really interesting pickup truck from a guy called joel who was amazingly lovely and yes. we got the airfield we found like an airfield which was which they let us use for free incredible um, which we had to jump through some hoops but i had a walkie-talkie i was gonna say the walkie-talkie yeah. is my favorite place. basically like we they were told we, we could go on the airfield on the on the landing strip but there might be a point where the walkie-talkie pings and if it happens it means a plane's gonna land and we have to get <laughs> off in like immediately get off and obviously we had the song blaring the truck's really loud we're going like kind of relatively fast there was no chance i was going to hear that thing ping so we were just very lucky that no one landed at that yeah. time um, but it's a beautiful, it's one of my favourite videos we've made, I think, just because it's like, it's just so mesmerising to watch. And it's I, definitely, yeah, it's a moment in time, isn't it? Like it just yeah. kind of forces you to be still mm. and be somewhere else for like three or four minutes. That's yeah, yeah. cool. I love it. So yeah, I'm excited for them to watch that. Hopefully you get a chance to see it when you when you listen to this or yes. you know, soon afterwards. So. Sick. Yeah. And um, that is What's It Like To Love Me. Yes. Until next time. Yeah. Boom. Love that.